0: in the dark. hey what's up it's my yang from mix in the dark i want to pause for a second and recognize some of the real horrors that are happening right now in the world and i'm talking about racism this in itself is a scary story Now, I'm not going to put my political views out there because this space is not meant for that, but I do want to acknowledge that it is a very hard time for some of us, and I know I'm not the only person who has experienced harmful and racist comments and behaviors in the past years. I also know that some of us have been doing work to address the violence and hate crimes, so I thank you for that too. These issues have occurred long before this pandemic, and more specifically looking at anti-Asian violence, it has been happening ever since Chinese immigrants came to this country back in the 1850s, and it has increased dramatically during the pandemic. There is a long history and a lot of depth in this topic, and I am not the best person to speak about it. If you would like more resources, I've linked those below. If you have resources that you trust, feel free to share those resources with us as well. But like I said, it could be an extremely stressful time for some of us, so I thank you for choosing to zone it all out and take some time to still listen to Mix in the Dark. Please enjoy this story set. Story 1 I have never experienced severe paranormal activities before, but I will tell you about my old house where I've had many scenarios of paranormal occurrences happen to my family and I. One encounter happened when I was still in grade school. I shared a room with my sister, it was like any other morning. I would always wake up crying because my mom would have already left for work, and as a kid I truly missed her, but I knew she was the only person that worked in our family at that time. I remember sitting down after my cries to finally follow my usual routine to get ready for school, when I heard a child laughing hysterically. I thought it was my brothers playing a prank on me because the laugh sounded much like a sound effect. But I was uncertain, so I ran to my brothers and asked one of them to stay with me while I got ready. I had a collection of dolls that I stole from my baby sister, and all of them were eerie-looking. I can almost confidently say that that noise came from my dolls. The next encounter was a bit unusual. To understand this, I have to explain the layout of my house. When you enter the house, you would have basically stepped into the living room. Across the living room is the kitchen. It had this big, luxurious open door. My dad, sister, brother, and I were in the living room watching television while my mom was in the kitchen making her new recipes in a chilly afternoon. It was going all accordingly. It was like your perfect family time. All of a sudden we were interrupted by a super loud thud next to the window. It sounded like a rock or something solid hitting the window and it made a loud crashing noise. My mom hollered at us and accused my brother who was sitting next to the window at the time when the crash happened. My sister quickly replied to my mom that it wasn't my brother. My mom shrugged and said it was probably just some kids outside playing then. I did not believe my mom, considering that she was not even in there when it happened. She was still busy cooking. I looked out the window, and the sun was already down, the sky had already dimmed. No one's child would play this late. Eventually I found out that my old house was haunted by a little girl who died there. I know this through my relative and grandma who completed a shaman spiritual reading. And through this, they found that a lonely ghost was roaming. She didn't want to scare us, so she tried to keep her presence a secret. I presume the laugh I heard was from the girl who died, and the situation with the window was perhaps coincidental. Who knows? Story 2 I am now 38 years old. I was probably 7 years old or so when this happened to my little sister and I. We used to live on West 2nd Street in Merced, California. If anyone knows that area, it would be the apartments right at the corner of West 2nd Street and Northwest Avenue. Those apartments are known to be haunted from what I was told as I've grown older. I'm not sure what the house address is but we lived in the corner apartment. Our backyard faced a little park and our side yard faced the street. My sister and I slept with my parents whose room was all the way down the hall. If the lights were not turned on it was really dark even in the middle of the day. It was a late afternoon. All the adults were already up. My little sister and I laid in bed, being our usual self. We were kids, and of course, lazy to get up. I was still asleep when my sister said that something tugged on her foot. She looked at the foot of their bed. All of a sudden, she saw something red like horns coming out at the foot of her bed. She got scared and went under the bedsheets to shake me awake. Then she whispered, Look at the foot of the bed. Something's at the foot of the bed. I got up and took a peep out of the covers. I saw it slowly coming out. He was all red, had horns, and also was carrying a devil's spear stick. It scared the crap out of both of us, and so we both covered ourselves under our sheets. We screamed and screamed until my aunt came into the room and yelled at us to be quiet and to get up out of bed. We both did not talk about this incident until our teenage years, and had thought maybe we dreamt about it. Now, as an adult, we found out through some of our very old neighbors that there once lived a black man who committed suicide and shot his head in the hallway near our room, and that when they found him, he was covered in blood. Story 3 In 2005, my family and I moved into this rental home that wasn't exactly in the best area. It was a three-bedroom, two-bath house with a two-car garage. We were a family of eight, so the room situation was tight. My parents slept in the second biggest room. My oldest sister and only brother, who was the youngest, slept in one room. My older sisters V and Bria and my baby sister B and I slept in the master bedroom because there were four of us. The house next door to us was vacant, but occupied by groups of cats. Now when I say group of cats, I'm not exaggerating. There were at least 10 to 15 cats just hanging out by this house in its driveway. And I remember there was always this one big black cat that would roam from group to group and then into our backyard. We've cleansed this house before moving in, so we didn't think anything would ever happen. Cleansing our house in the Hmong culture just means to sweep away any negative or bad energy. The elders usually do this by taking a tree branch to literally sweep each corner of the house while telling any negative energy in the house to leave. After they are done, the branch is thrown away, signifying throwing away any bad luck or energy around. I believe it was about a month into living there when things started happening. My dad worked the morning shift and my mom worked the night shift, so they barely saw each other. Whenever my dad would get home from work, he would just watch TV until he fell asleep. One day in particular, my dad fell asleep while watching TV. He heard the front door open and heard what sounded like people talking. He knew it wasn't the TV because he had muted the volume to fall asleep better. Eventually, he woke up and saw nothing and no one. Of course, being a parent, he didn't ask us or tell us because he didn't want to scare us. Slowly, we noticed my little brother would also start sleeping in the living room instead of sleeping in the same room with my oldest sister. When my mom asked him why... He would just tell her, Someone keeps breathing in my face every night in the room. My mom didn't want to frighten him, so she simply just said, It's because you sleep by the window. My little brother questioned, How could it be from the window if it's closed and my back is facing the window? They left it at that. Another incident happened one night when my older sister Bria and B stayed up in the living room. They were probably looking through some magazines laying on the ground next to each other. All of a sudden, they heard heavy breathing between the both of them. It got heavier and heavier and closer and closer to them. Scared, they both bolted to our bedroom, locked the door behind them, and climbed into bed with me. Our room had two full-sized beds on both sides of the bedroom. Between our bed was a sliding door to go out to the backyard. Because we stayed in the master bedroom, we also had access to our own bathroom. My sister V was dating her boyfriend at the time and would sneak out to hang with him, so I would sleep on the bed facing the bedroom sink by myself. My sisters Bria and B slept together in one bed. I've always had a tougher heart as a young child, so I never minded sleeping on my own. This night in particular was more strange than any other. My sister V had just snuck out, so I slept alone on the bed. It was around 12 or 1 in the morning when I suddenly woke up to the sound of my sister V's electric toothbrush. I looked around and noticed that V still hadn't come home yet. I looked at her toothbrush from where I was sleeping as it turned on and off by itself. This toothbrush requires you to push the button on it for it to work. I could clearly see that it was turning on and off by itself. I could also hear the button clicking on and off. I tried not to think too much about it, I just rolled my eyes and went back to sleep. The next day, when I told my siblings what had happened, they accused me of lying, since I do not experience much with that house. I didn't fight them about it, but I wasn't lying. They didn't believe me, so I just shrugged it off. It wasn't until my mom's incident that caused us to officially move out. My mom and dad were in bed when my mom was suddenly pulled out of bed. Their bed sits on a frame, so it's pretty high up, and my mom was kind of a thick woman. No one in our family would have had enough strength to pull her off their tall bed. My dad woke up and pulled my mom back into his arms and cursed whoever did it. My mom had a giant bruise from the fall and my dad had to call my grandpa to come do a spiritual calling to lift my mom's spirit back up. Two weeks later, we finally moved out. This was the first time I've ever witnessed or experienced anything paranormal. My family thinks that the reason I do not get sleep paralysis or experience anything weird is because of how brave my soul is. My husband calls me a psychopath for watching horror movies alone at night and then sleeping like a baby afterwards. I can listen to Dunning or ghost stories all day and be okay. I truly believe it's because I'm not afraid of them. I know I am spiritually stronger because I am alive. I do have another story I want to share, but let's save that for next time. Thank you for listening to Mix in the Dark. I'm your host Ma Ying. Mix in the Dark Podcast is available on Buzzsprout, Spotify, Apple Podcasts, iHeartRadio, Pandora, YouTube, and Facebook. If you have any stories that you would like to share, please send it to mixinthedark at gmail.com.